Greatest hits it is, and time for another classic album. And what an album we have. I'll tell you more about it after I've introduced you to our guest this week, who is Simon Lockwood. Hello. Hello, everyone. Nice to have you here. Now, just in case you don't know Simon, well, if you don't know Simon, you probably don't play the guitar. Because I don't suppose there's many people who play the guitar a lot who don't know you. And why would that be, sir? Well... I'm the guitar doctor, really. You are the guitar doctor on the Isle of Man. I mean, there may be others, but you are the man. When did you get into looking after people's guitars? When I was originally learning guitar myself, I found I wasn't a natural. And I read that uh, it was easier to play a guitar that had been properly set up. Yeah. And as I'd always been a hands-on person, I uh, read some magazine articles, bought some books, and set about learning how to do it. Originally, it was something I did on my own collection. I mean, my dad's guitars and my, my friends. This is a hobby. And now, it, now it's what you do. Yep. After I was made redundant, I decided to give it a shot and see if I can make a living at it. Good on you. So all the guitarists listen and say, oh, that's yeah, Simon's on the radio. Simon Lockwood. What was your first proper guitar that you had? When I say proper, you know what I mean, of yeah. quality. Uh, well, I had a Squire Stratocaster was my first guitar and uh, messed about with that and then... I've acquired many, many guitars since. Yeah. It, they are, I'm not telling you how many I've got, and you don't have to say how many you've got. I know we're both a bit a bit uh, dreadful when it comes to saying goodbye to them. Now, musically, does this naturally mean you're drawn to guitar music, or is it a broad palette for you? No, I would say definitely guitar music is, is my thing. Yeah. Though I do like lots of other things as well, but that's the biggest thing for me. In terms of players, then, who are the guys in any genre you like that you say, oh, I love what that person does with the guitar? Glenn Tilbrook out of Squeeze. Yeah. Uh, he is some guitarist. He's maybe probably the most underrated guitarist that Britain's produced, more noted as a songwriter. But I've seen him play on Douglas Promenade in, in what used to be the venue and in the middle of his own gig played Jimi Hendrix on a 12-string acoustic wow. and wandered around the audience while doing it. And it was, like, amazing. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. There you go, see? Always expect the unexpected. Tell us which album you've chosen, Simon. I've chosen Parallel Lines by Blondie. What an album. What a band. It was just like it happened then. I think it was the third album? Their third? I think so. And it was the one that really just broke through everywhere, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. They were much bigger in the UK at that point than they were back in America. Yeah. But... Uh... That's interesting because you mentioned Hendrix. Same thing happened to him. He yes, he got a lot more famous in England before, and then took it back to the states. Yeah, in in the sixties, uh, I guess, late sixties. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to start off. Uh, obviously, getting down to four tracks is tricky. Where are you going to start? Hanging on the telephone. Okay, why that one? It's the first song I remember from Parallel Lines. Like, I'd fallen in love with Debbie Harry. Yeah, me too. Did... Me too. You can't have her. She's mine. <laughs> when Blondie <laughs> did Denis on top of the pops. Off the previous album, yeah. that was that was it to me. I was about nine and a half, and uh, I, I was old enough to go out with her. Oh, but I never did. <laughs> <laughs> but hanging on the telephone was the first song I remember from Parallel Lines, despite being the third single. Yeah. And I've always loved it. All right, let's start off the week with this Parallel Lines, the album. Simon Lockwood, my guest from Don't Fret. We'll talk more about guitars later. This is hanging on the telephone. I'm in the
Greatest Hits on Manx Radio. Time for another track from our feature classic album, which is Parallel Lines Blondie. Chosen for us by Simon Lockwood of Don't Fret, Isle of Man. If you're going to look after guitar, Simon, you couldn't have a better name for your business. Well, it just came to me. Well, it's it stuck. <laughs> it's marvellous. Uh, one thing we didn't mention, yesterday we played Hanging on the Telephone, and um, I didn't realise that was actually a cover version. Yeah, it was originally written by the, a band called The Nerves. They never really had any success, but Blondie did it and made it their own. Yeah. Probably most people don't even realise. I'm going to have to dig that up. Paul Corkish, if you're listening, help me. He's got an album, ridiculously sized collection. I'll have a go at him. Like, we have guitars, he has records. Oh. Lots of, lots of. So, let's go back to guitars for a minute. When we were talking about guitarists, um, you surprised me by talking about Squeeze and uh, your man Glenn. You know, just yeah. incredible. Um, I mean, I've seen Squeeze a lot. I mean, he, he's great, but I never realised that he was, you know, there. Oh, there. yeah. yeah. yeah he could really play. Yeah. Who else would you put in your list of great guitarists or people you'd love to see play? I do like a bit of Noel Gallagher. Do you? Oasis, yeah. So we get him sat down not, there. Not a revered guitarist, but I, I like the noise he made. Yeah. Um, I'm not a man for virtuoso performances like Steve Vai, Ingie Wilmstein, any of those sort of things. Not for me, but yeah. something melodic. Yeah. We love surprises on this show, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we were lusting after Blondie <laughs> when she came out, as indeed most boys were at the time. It cut through so many different genres, because we've had punk. Punk was just about sort of burnt out by the time they became big, although they were sort of in the new wave punk era, weren't they? They started off as very punk in yeah. New York, um, to be honest, but apparently they weren't musically very good at first. Mm. And the, this album that we're listening to, um, Parallel Lines, was very much polished by the producer, and he kind of polished the rough edges off, and it was a massive success. Yeah. Now, when you were busy choosing this album, I know you chose it a long time ago, because we, we, we talked about it. Who else other bands could have been in, in the mix for this? Well, definitely Squeeze. Argy Bargy, Argy Bargy, or Cool for Cats. Yeah, any of the the sort of album two, three, four, and five for me. Yeah. Before they split up the first time, they are all gold to me. Yeah. Um, the first album, a little bit, bit like Blondie's first album, not quite there. I particularly like Delamitri as well. Their second album, or actually the third, but the second successful one. That's another one I great could, band. Could listen to forever. Great, great band. Let's get on to tonight's track. Where are we going tonight, Simon? Tonight, we're going Heart of Glass. Oh, another massive single. Their first UK number one hit. Yeah. And it's totally different to Trevor Nelson album, but I love it just as much. Here it is.
Greatest Hits on Manx Radio. Classic album it is. My guest curator, we always like that word, all this week is Simon Lockwood from Don't Fret, Isle of Man, the guitarist's friend. Yeah, you sort it out. What's the worst, <laughs> Simon, what's the worst job you've ever had to do on a guitar? Or has anything, anything beaten you? Let's put it that way. Um, I don't think anything's completely beaten me. Sometimes there are things that you know it's just not worth even getting in there. And right. It's sort of... Um, oh, I, oh, yes, there was one. <laughs> Come on. An old, an old Burns guitar from the 1960s yeah. that uh, was was in the Elephant's Graveyard at Peter Norris Music, and the neck was like a donkey's hind leg. And oh, dear. I fought it for a, a good few hours, and it, it just wasn't happening. So oh. that was that was, that was was given up on. And that was a goner. Yeah. That's... That, uh, who's making the best uh, guitars at the moment? Who's making the quality guitars at the moment? Because little companies come and go. I mean, the, the big brands are still out there. Yeah. The, probably the best-made guitars in the world are PRS guitars. Right. Like Paul Reed Smith. Yeah. American top-end stuff. The sort of newest of the big brands. Mm. Been around since 1985, something like that. Gibson. Are hopefully going to have a renaissance now as they've been through the doldrums with a lot of technology that people didn't really want at self-tuning guitars and lost the rock direction but they've got a new md now yeah didn't they have a huge lot of trouble about woods uh, rare woods or, or pr- pr- protected wood or something yeah they had a lot of their wood store confiscated yeah but they got it all back in the end i think it was a, a absence of paperwork rather than anything nefarious but uh no they're, they're now i think having a bit of a back to basics run for the 2019 Good range and yeah. hopefully they can get it back on course I l- you know what i love about the guitar is that basically the the way they're made and the the craft it hasn't really changed has it no all the good ideas really came around in the 50s yeah. and if you ask a non-guitarist to draw a guitar they'll probably draw you a picture of a fender stratocaster yeah. which came out in 1954 and they're still as popular as ever and still iconic yeah, and if you look at an electric guitar on your emojis, people with smartphones, that's what it is. It's a Fender Stratocaster emoji. There yeah. you go. Uh, bands that you've seen, a few concerts that you've just cherished. Um, you mentioned Squeeze at the beginning of the week. Who else have you gone out and thought, oh, that was just a great, great night? I really enjoyed The Darkness. They were good when they were over here. I've seen Blondie twice. Yeah. That, I saw them in Birmingham and I also saw them here. Um, Squeeze. I've seen here, and I also saw them in Liverpool and Birmingham. Travis were very good as well. That was absolutely perfect, just like the record in the villa. I've said to a lot of people on this show how much I enjoy seeing bands here, but in the gaiety rather than the villa. Sometimes I find the villa can get a little bit out of hand sonically, but the gaiety for a more intimate concert is just a very special place. Yes, the the villa just is the wrong shape yeah and the technology tries to counter it but it's an uphill battle yeah it's a struggle isn't it Mm. sometimes so let's go on to tonight's track now i don't think we're going for a big single tonight am i right simon no it was so hard to select four songs off this album because there isn't a bad one on it but i wanted to choose a couple that weren't released as singles so this one is uh 1159 and it was written by the keyboard player jimmy destry it's uh got great lyrics and attitude but it's a positive feeling attitude I 
hits on Manx Radio with the classic album feature and my guest all this week, Simon Lockwood. Simon, and we come to the end of the week already. I can't believe it. Um, I've actually just let you know, I'm going to surprise you with this. You were wrestling about the final choice, I know, so we're going to play them both. Is that Excellent, right? Is yes. That... <laughs> so I thought I thought it's only fair. Hours I've spent well, deliberating. Ex- exactly, so we're not going to push it, we're going to play them both. We'll come on to the first of those two in just a minute. Uh, going back to your day job, guitars, looking after guitars and, and nursing them back to health and just even restringing them for people who think, oh, I don't know what to do. Is it easier working on an acoustic instrument or an electric instrument, or doesn't it matter to you? I don't mind either. Acoustic guitars have less adjustments, but the Mm. adjustments you have are more permanent Mm. and you have to get it right. Uh, When electric, it's generally you can go up, you can go down, you can start again. And with an acoustic, once you've taken the material off something, you can't put it back on. So it's a bit more involved in some ways. Yeah, I, I get that. 
Earlier in the week, you mentioned the iconic Fender Stratocaster. Why is it that some of those early, early electric guitars go on auction for tens, tens, hundreds of thousands of pounds? Um, surely they can't be that much better. Is it just the scarcity of them? Yeah, in the 50s strats, the production was so much lower. There are less of them around. Yeah. Um, the 60s was the the baby boomers years everyone wanted an electric guitar post the beatles in america or the uk and they just made far more and the, the market was massive what really makes things hugely valuable is artist connections ah uh, so eric clapton's brownie or blackie fetched huge sums yeah i think blackie was at one point the, the most expensive guitar ever at auction wow. which was over a million it must be something when a guitarist gets their name to a really big guitar like the Gibson Les Paul, Mr. Les Paul, you know, yeah. and, and that's become a, one of the biggest selling guitars on the planet. Absolutely. The thing with Les Paul is he was really far more influential in production and new technology, multi tracking. He was one of the first people to do that. Yeah. His playing. He was very big for quite a, for a short time, really. And I then, think rock and roll knocked him on the head in, in yeah, the mid to late 50s. He, he then was out of the picture, but his technological advances have been massive. So let's go back to the album. I say we're going to let you have two tracks tonight. Parallel Lines, the album. The first of those two is going to be what, Simon? It's I Know, But I Don't Know. Okay, what made you choose this? This was written by Frank Infante, who played bass on the previous album, but moved to guitar, which was his first instrument on this one. And uh, he's probably not as well known as, as Debbie Harry and Chris Stein, so I thought he deserved a shot. And it's got a wild guitar solo in the middle and a great bass riff just after it. So, uh, And it's classic guitar riffy blondie all the way through. Hey, you know...
I know, but I don't know. Great choice, Simon. Thank you. Good to drag that out again. Well, something a bit different that people might not have heard. Everyone's heard all the singles, so maybe I can uh, get someone to listen to the album and hear something new. It was a huge selling album. As, as you mentioned right at the beginning of the week, uh, Breakthrough Albums, third one, but absolutely punched its way to the top all over the world. Blondie had arrived big time. And it was a very considered move away from the roughness of punk, even to the way they looked Never mind the way they sounded. I think they knew that punk was on its way out and that longevity, they had to do something different. I don't know if they were ever that clued well, up just... with it. I think they just <laughs> went along on a wave of uh, euphoria after they hit it big and eventually they, they ended up in a very poor state financially and uh, it was only Maria in the 90s, I think, that got them to sort of pay off outstanding taxes and things like yeah. that. Tricky world of rock and roll. And you should know. Hey, you should know. You're looking <laughs> after everybody. Uh, final track there, because I said we're going to let you have five. We have let you go. We're going to the fifth one. What's it going to be? It's Fade Away and Radiate. Again, it's it's not really typical of the album, but it's got a great sparse and moody arrangement and brilliant suspense for the drums only bit at the beginning. I think it must have inspired Vienna by Ultravox. If you listen to the two back to back, there's it's not the same, but the same feel. Um, it's supposedly about falling in love with dead film stars, so... Chris Stein was always a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Thank you, Simon Lockwood. It's been great having you on the show. It's been a pleasure, Mark. And don't forget, you'll find him on Facebook, you'll find him online, and don't fret. If your guitar's in trouble, he's your man. This is Fade Away and Radiate. <laughs> Silver pictures move so slow. 